Welcome to ACES Top 10 Takeaways, Episode 9. Today we're going to be going over the book Think and Grow Rich. It's one of the first books I ever read and it actually got me to start reading because of the way it changed and shaped my life. So I was going through my cabinet and searching through books that I wanted to summarize for you next. When I came across this book, light bulb lit up and I knew this was the book I wanted to share with you. Be in a peaceful, quiet area and get ready for your life to transform. Takeaway number one, desire. A lot of us want things in life, but what are we doing to get there? You have to have desire to get there. In this book in the first chapter, it talks about Edwin Barnes and how he actually bummed fare to take a train to go to Thomas Edison's office and waited for him outside to get there because that's how bad he wanted to work for Thomas Edison. He had it in his mind and he did whatever it takes to get there. He ended up meeting Thomas Edison and he ended up getting a job. It wasn't directly under him, but it was in the same place. After a couple of years, he ended up working directly under him. That's where his desire took him. Psychologists said when one is ready for something, it puts in its appearance. If you're not ready for something and you're not thinking about it, it's not going to happen. The examples are endless. Conor McGregor, for an example. He used to think about driving a beautiful car and how the steering wheel would feel and how he's going to sit in it and how he's going to feel in it. And this is before he had any money and he was poor. Five years later, he has that beautiful car he was thinking about. That's where desire takes you. So think about all the things you're passionate about. Now tell me, how deeply are you thinking about them? And what actions are you taking to get them? Is it enough? That's takeaway number one. Takeaway number two, there's six steps to get to your desire. Write these six steps down and practice them every single day. Step number one, write down how much money you wish to accumulate. It could be $100. It could be $100,000. It could be a $1 million. Step number two, write down what you plan to give in return for this money you're going to accumulate. So what actions are you going to take to get this money? Step number three, write down the date which you plan to have this money by. Step number four, write down what actions and what your plan is to get to this money. You got to have a plan of action at all times. Step number five, write down a conscious statement about when you're going to have the money, how much money you have and what you're going to do to get that money. And step number six, read that statement twice a day. Once in the morning, once at night. I truly did this when I read this book and it truly changed my mindset and my perspective on everything. Just showed me how the law of attraction works. So for example, I want to make $100,000 by the end of the year. For that $100,000, I'm going to be the best salesperson in my organization. My plan of action is I'm going to work 12 hours a day, I'm going to seek out help from the best, and that's how I'm going to get to my $100,000. I'm going to read that once in the morning and once at night every single day. Now by doing this, you're going to find that all your actions seem to change, your mindset seems to change, and even the way you talk about things seems to change because that goal is always on the tip top of your mind. Takeaway number three, developing faith. The best way to develop faith is by making self-affirmations to yourself every single day. Essentially, self-talk. That's what it's about. Telling yourself something of how you want to be and how you want to look and how you want to grow and saying it to yourself every single day. The more and more you say it to yourself, the more and more it's going to become reality. Take crime for an example. It's a bad example, but just to show you, when people first do crime, they abhor it. They're scared of it. They don't want to deal with it. But the more and more they do it, they become accustomed to it. And that's what makes them criminals. People that believe in bad luck are creators of their own misfortune. You either bring on your misery or you bring on a great life for yourself. 
It's whatever you think or whatever you tell yourself every single day. So the main thing I want you to take away from this is spend 10 to 30 minutes every single day telling yourself how you want to be in the future, how you want to look in the future, what you want to do in your life. Say it to yourself and repeat it to yourself every single day and make it a habit. And the more and more you tell yourself great positive things, the more and more they're going to come true. Takeaway number four, auto-suggestion. Auto-suggestion is anything that reaches one's mind through the five senses. It's something that automatically happens that you don't really have to think about. For example, if I have somebody on my team that comes in late to work every single day, and it's usually because they're irresponsible, snoozing, or sleeping in, I'm automatically going to think every single time they're late, it's because they're irresponsible, snoozing, or being late. So the time they text me and tell me they're sick, my brain's going to block that out, and I'm automatically going to think they're lazy and just late to work again. This is how auto-suggestion works. Your brain is like a human. If you feed it fat negative food, it's going to get fat and unhealthy. But if you feed it good healthy food, you're going to get healthy and feel good. So start telling yourself things passionately and emotionally that you want your mind to recognize. The more you tell yourself great positive things and the more you believe in those great positive things, you're going to make your auto-suggestion positive and on point. Takeaway number five, knowledge. Most people believe that knowledge ends when you finish school. But that's actually where it first begins. Knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. See, this right here, what I'm telling you, is knowledge. But are you going to throw it in the back of your mind and never use it again? Then that knowledge is worthless. You have to execute on the knowledge you're getting. And if you don't have the knowledge, find somebody who does. For example, the most successful companies in the world out there are successful because they have key players that all bring a certain strength. For example, they have somebody who's great with a camera, somebody who's great with leadership, somebody who's great with marketing, somebody who's great with technology, and that's how they form a master group. So what are you going to do with this knowledge today? And what are you going to do with all the knowledge you get in your life? The execution is the key. So next time you get knowledge, know that it's not power, it's potential power. It depends on what you're going to do with it. Takeaway number six, imagination. Desire is a thought and an impulse, but it takes imagination to bring your desires to reality. Coca-Cola started off as an idea. Now look at Coca-Cola. They have coolers full of drinks and they even have snacks now. Quicken Loans started off as an idea. Dan Gilbert used to deliver pizzas. While he was delivering a pizza, he had an idea to put a mortgage in a box and deliver it. That's how the mortgage in a box for Quicken Loans started. Now they're the largest mortgage company in the world. Facebook started off as an idea. One student thought, how could we interact with the students on campus in a better way? And that's how Facebook started. Now it's being used for the whole world. That's what imagination does. It leads to success. So whether you're successful or unsuccessful, you got to make sure you have an imagination. Set some time aside where you could just sit down, think about things, get a little crazy in your mind, and maybe some of those things turn into reality. Takeaway number seven, organized planning. The more and more you plan efficiently, the more and more you're going to be successful. There's four major keys to planning successfully. Key number one, meet with as many people as possible that you need for your creation. Key number two, make sure before you meet with these people, you have a benefit in mind for them meeting with you. There's no successful person out there in the world that's going to meet with you unless they're getting something in return. So think about what they're going to get in return before they meet you. Key number three, meet with this group as much as possible, at least twice a week. The more you meet together, the more your goals are going to be aligned and everybody's going to be on the same page. And lastly, key number four, maintain perfect harmony with the group. Have fun with the group. Have a scoreboard meeting with the group. Go out for drinks with the group. Make sure the group is tight because if they're not, you should expect failure. Now, if your first plan doesn't work, it's not a big deal. Meet again and make a second plan. 
70 to 80 percent of people out there fail and are not successful because after their first plan fails, guess what? They give up. Thomas Edison failed over 10,000 times before he found success. What does that tell you? Never give up. The first plan fails, make another plan. Second plan fails, make a third plan. And the fourth plan fails, make a fifth plan. The more and more you plan, the more and more you fail, the more and more closer you are to finding your success. Takeaway number eight, the great attributes of a great leader. In this chapter here, it lists all the great attributes that a leader should have. And I actually wrote down these attributes and I keep them in my office at all times because I want to read it in the morning and make sure I'm executing on these things. Number one, unwavering courage. Meaning whenever there's a fire that exists, you're willing to jump in that fire. You're not scared, you don't fear anything, and you face everything up front and hit it in the nose. Number two, self-control. Whether it's your diet, completing a task, or doing anything in your life, you got to have self-control to be successful. Number three, keen sense of justice. Meaning you're fair in everybody's eyes and you treat everybody equally. The more and more you do this and you're known for this, the more and more you're going to be trusted to be successful. Number four, definiteness of decision. A lot of people lack decision making. You got to be quick to make decisions and quick to cut the cord. Number five, definiteness of plans. Are you one to make plans or do you just wing everything? If you want to be successful, you got to make great plans. Number six, the habit of doing more than you're paid for. Have you ever heard somebody saying like, I don't get paid to do that? Those are unsuccessful people. The people that are successful are the people that take the con and take the bull by the horns and take it to the floor and do what it takes. Number seven, pleasing personality. People like talking to you. People like coming to tell you good morning because you have a great personality and you're not an asshole. Number eight, sympathy and understanding. Do you understand people? Do you actually listen to people? Do you relate to people? Those are all great attributes to be successful. Number nine, mastery of detail, meaning you're greatly detailed when you plan and organize, but you don't let details ruin anything at the same time. How detailed are you? And number 10, willingness to assume full responsibility. You got to be willing to take full responsibility for all your actions and even some of your team's actions. The more and more you blame things on yourself, the more and more you're going to be successful and try to change those things in the future. Takeaway number nine, decision. 25,000 people who experienced failure said lack of decision was the result of that. Procrastination is the opposite of making a decision. It's actually not making a decision and prolonging it. People with no money take a long time to make decisions and barely ever make final decisions. People that have money and are successful make decisions quick and cut the cord quickly. You should always be making decisions because if you're not, somebody else will do it for you. Is there ever a product or an idea that you said, man, I thought about that a couple years ago, but now somebody else executed on it? That's a direct result of you procrastinating and not making a decision. If you don't make a decision, somebody else will. There's a quote in this book that I wrote down and I love. It's one of my favorite quotes I ever heard. And it is, tell the world what you intend to do, but show it first. Live by this quote, make decisions, and you'll see the changes in your life. Takeaway number 10, consistency. Everybody could execute for a day or two on something, but who stays executing on it forever? That's the main difference with successful people and unsuccessful people. And takeaway number two, I told you about self-affirmations and how to write something down that you wish to accomplish and to read it to yourself every single day. I also told you in the intro that I read this book about four or five years ago. It was one of the first books I read. Would you believe that I still have that same exact paper and I still read it to myself every single day? That's consistency. Look, it's hard to execute on all 10 of these takeaways in your life. But the goal is pick one or two to start with and be consistent with it. Execute for 14 days, 21 days, 30 days. And then pick the next thing because these things will become ritual and habit. All I'm trying to tell you here is that 
If you don't execute and you're not consistent, might as well not do it at all. YouTube family, thank you for subscribing to Ace's Top 10 Takeaways, Episode 9. I hope you took the book, Think and Grow Rich, and use all the takeaways in your life the same way I did. Again, this channel is to elevate your life and give you these takeaways within 10 minutes so you can apply them to your life and get better and grow. We're not only doing this for books, we're doing this for everything. So stay tuned for more guests on the show, more books on the show, and more skills on the show to be learned. Lastly, one favor to ask you, like, subscribe, and share the channel with anybody you love and anybody you care about and anybody who you want to grow. Thanks again. It's CASIS.